I know that this chapter is going to have action. And I am ready <laughs> for action. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm Katie yeah. and I'm really enjoying having plot. It's so fun. I have very yeah. little to complain about in this chapter, which is like, I don't have loads mm-hmm. of content for it, which like, you know, when it's a big complaining chapter, we have a lot yeah. to talk about. But yeah, just some good, just some good stuff. Just yeah. we're just moving the plot good, forward. Good plot. I don't have any like complaints about anyone yeah. being creepy. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it's just a chapter in a book, which is nice yeah. and new. <laughs> it is indeed a chapter. <laughs> also, lots of things that I recognise from Twilight, which is yes. nice. You know. Yeah, but like from a different perspective, completely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, obviously yeah. Bella's in this scene, but she's like dying. Yeah, um, she is. Uh... <laughs> She's just dying. <laughs> Plopping around like a little magic yeah. cop. Just like, oh, So, like, it's nice that, like, we recognise the scene, but there's also, like, stuff that we didn't know and, like, different. It's good. Yeah. So, yeah. This is chapter yeah. 26, cool. blood and quick content warning, as in the name of the chapter. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, blood in this chapter. <laughs> Me and Liv don't super, yes. like, blood and gore and stuff, so we won't get super gory, yeah. but, like, general content warning. Yeah. This is the chapter where they find Bella in the... Um, ballet studio and it's a yes. bit a bit gruesome we won't be graphic but yeah, content someone, warning for yeah that. some of the, the descriptions themselves aren't super duper graphic yeah. but obviously but, yeah we'll be mentioning blood this episode if that is not your thing no worries yeah, wanted to let you know uh, it's not a spectacularly <laughs> long ch- chapter yeah if you've read if you've read twilight and you've read like midnight sun we'll be triggered by what we talk about we yeah. won't be going any deeper than that kind of no. stuff but yeah just Maybe. so you know <laughs> Anyway, what was your favourite yes. quote this week, Liv? Okay, so my favourite quote is more of a thing where I found out an inconsistency within this book itself. Ooh, I love it. Yeah, we love it. Right, okay, so Carlisle looks over Bella. He is, uh, th- at this point, Bella's been majorly beaten yeah. up by a vampire, right? Carlisle looks her over and is like, okay, well, you know, in his doctorate opinion, he says, oh, she's lost some blood but the head wound isn't deep. Now, this implies that Bella has lost a bit of blood, but it's yeah. not anything major. Literally in the next page, <laughs> or actually throughout the chapter, is just Edward describing how much right. blood is on the floor. And I'm not being funny. Like, it's like, she'd lost so much blood. It's soaking into her shoe. Yeah, like Alice walks and it goes into her shoes. It's soaking into everyone's shoes. And Edward's jeans, everyone's, everyone's bodies are just covered in Bella's blood. First of all, Stephanie Mayer, I don't think a human no. person can lose that yeah. much blood and not die. Like, the amount of blood that's... So, Carlisle's like, oh, she's lost some blood, but he's not saying it's anything major. Because yeah. even when he's listing little things yeah. that they are like, do, she probably needs like, needs some, her but... desperately yeah, needing not, blood like, is not a priority. Like, and then he's like, some, oh, like, well, if fine. you're gonna suck the blood out of her hands, then I need to, like, make sure that her head wounds yeah. are not also bleeding, because, you know... <laughs> yeah. sealed, yeah. But, like, for Carlisle's mm-hmm. description, he's like, oh, it's some, but not too much. And then the way Edward is describing it, it's like there's a little lake of blood just surrounding Bella. And I'm just like... <laughs> They're just wading through, like, this marsh. <laughs> They're just wading through it. Like... You know, when I said we wouldn't talk about blood that much. But, I'm so like... sorry. <laughs> but it's just... So, you know that one thing yeah, in The Shining? It, that is what they're describing it like. Because, um, like... Alice walks in and she talks all about it being in her shoes and her dancing around all this blood and I'm like, okay. Yes. 
soaking her shoes, soaking Edward's jeans, his shirt as well. And I'm like, Jesus, are you lying down in it? Yeah. Like, okay, I know why it's being described that way and why Edward's being like, oh my God, she's lost so much blood. And it's to make it more intense and dramatic, but it has gone so far off the edge that I'm like, Esme, this girl is dead now. She can't survive that. Like, <laughs> Yeah, because there's like this one perspective like yeah. where we're like, okay, but let's give Esme some benefit of the doubt. They're vampires and the blood will seem really tense to them no matter yeah. what amount, fine. Being like, I was overcome, etc. We couldn't cope, Ali just had to leave, fine. But talking about like the like the amount of it like on the floor, yeah, like exactly. soaking into shoes and socks and everything and being all up the walls yeah, at some it's point. Like they everywhere. say one of our divisions. I'm like, okay, but either we're doing like <laughs> either we're doing like a fun like Oh, the vampires can't cope into them it's loads of blood even though there's not much of it like actually and like you and I know wink wink you and me Esme we know there's not that much there but to the vampires yeah. it's a lot but that's not what's happening I don't think what's happening is she's like there's so much blood and they can't cope the amount of blood in the average human is like five and a half litres the amount that's being described sounds like it's five and a half but... litres just everywhere because it's like it's up the walls it's all over the floor it's all over me it's all over you it's all over yeah. just everyone and Carlisle's just sat there like Edward can you please stop freaking out I'm trying to be a doctor <laughs> I know Carlisle's a I doctor but like him. he's so detached he's like and pass me my scissors oh. Alice please rip up the floorboards to make splints <laughs> Okay, we'll, we will have to talk more about Carlisle being the best doctor in the world later. What was your favourite quote? My favourite quote was a nice one, which is rare for me because I normally pick the funny ones. But it was... Mm. <laughs> Alice shows me a thousand glimpses of the future. Bella smiling, Bella laughing, <gasps> Bella reaching for my hand. Bella holding her arms open for me. Bella staring into my eyes with fascination. Bella walking next to oh. me at school. Bella sitting beside me in her truck. Bella sleeping in my arms. Bella pressing her hand against my cheek. Bella holding my face and pressing her lips carefully against mine. A thousand different scenes with Bella healthy and whole and alive and happy with me. Ah, yes! Bit of romance. Oh my god, tell me. Tell me why that made me cry. I was just like overcome. I was overwhelmed by that chapter. I was like, heck me, I wasn't I expecting this Edward. But then to be fair, in his true Edward fashion, he kept being a bit weird. So I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah yeah you're like yeah this is about what i'd expect he's so profound sometimes and then he's back to like okay there's many times in this chapter where edward makes <laughs> yeah. noise and apparently yeah. can't Wait. contain it and i'm like edward please <laughs> okay, so let's do a really quick summary for if you're not reading along so basically this is the i think i can do this in like 30 seconds go on i'll time you go for it right okay are you ready all right you have to you can't have to count me in three Two, one, go. Edward gets into Bella's shoe. Edward eats James towards Emmett and Jasper. They rip into him. He turns to Bella. Bella's lying on the floor screaming. He's like, oh no. Carlisle's like, oh damn, a patient. Carlisle starts to sit her up. They're like, okay, she's got like many broken legs, but it's fine. And then she's just like, Edward, my hand, it burns. And he's like, oh no. And Carlisle's like, you got to suck the venom out. And he's like, I don't know if I can do that. And eventually he decides to. And then the very thing, he picks Bella up and is like, sleep now, Bella. Which does sound like she's dying. <laughs> she's not dying. <laughs> 30 seconds there. Yeah, exactly. Dead on 30 Boom. seconds. Well done. <laughs> Dead on 30 seconds. Yeah. I mean, Alice is also there, but I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think she contributes to the fight at all. No offense. No, Alice is just there for vibes. <laughs> she's just there. She is there for She's vibes. there to rip up floorboards. That's my favourite thing. He turns around. Alice, 
sorry, Carlisle turns around. Alice, please get me something to splint Bella's leg with. <laughs> and then Edward turns back to Bella and just behind him is Alice ripping up floorboards. <laughs> I would love to see this from her perspective. And snapping them in half. She's just having a good time. <laughs> I wish that was in the movie. What Me the too. Heck? I also like There's when you so think about moments. the difference from the movie in uh, when Carlisle is like saving her. Like the reason that yeah. he can't is that he right. Remind me. He basically like ties his hands onto her. Right. Like something happens and he like ties his hands onto Bella to hold the blood in or something. Something weird happens. Um, and that's the reason he uh, can't suck the blood. Yeah, let me see. Oh my god. Why does he say it has to be you? Yeah. No, in this, he says it has to be him. Yeah. Right, this is what kind of annoyed, also, a little bit annoyed me about this chapter. So basically, they're there, Edward's like, oh crap, she's got venom in her. Mm-hmm. And Carlisle turns to him and is like, you could suck the venom out. Like, James is simply an annoying rattlesnake. Yeah. And he's like, damn. Also, by the way, um, do not do that if you are bitten by a snake. No, no, no. Do not try and suck the venom out. No. Don't do that. <laughs> it doesn't work. You're just you're just losing blood. And yeah, just, okay. Pierce here. Please don't do that. Um, so it, with this, he's like, it has to be you, Edward. Yeah. And he, the reason he gives is that whether, whether or not Bella is a vampire or a human, it has to be his choice. And yeah. I'm like, seems like it should be Bella's choice, you guys. He is also busy, like, stitching up her head. Oh, he is stitching her up her head and things like that. But I just feel like he's so incredibly powerful and good at doctoring that he could really do both of them if he wants. Yeah. Yeah, because with this, it's like... Um, yeah, he does literally just... It's like, hey... Edward, it must be you. I can't actually remember the reason that's given in the Twilight books. Or I'm thinking there even is one that's given in the film. They just say I swear it has to, to be God you. in the movie, Carlisle ties his hands onto her leg. But I right, I might be completely wrong. Yeah, what? I swear there's a moment where he like rips up some cloth and like ties her his hands onto her leg. I swear that's that that happens. In this in this it's because he's tending to her head wounds, but before then it's saying that his hands are moving so fast that like the needle is like invisible and I'm like, I swear to god he'd have enough time yeah. to like I just ditch, checked ditch you, and then I just checked the video. Yeah. I checked he like yeah. grabs a belt uh-huh. and like belts his hands onto her legs so that he can I guess like why? I guess he's trying to like tourniquet the blood, but I don't know why his hands are involved. Why his hands? Like he's on her leg, but his hands are also involved. I don't okay, know. So okay, with this he's like, oh there's so many wounds all over her head, I need to stitch them. Edward, it must be you. But honestly, Edward's had med school training. Why is Edward so Oh so true, Bestie? Carlisle is sucking the blood. Yeah. Thank you, Bestie. <laughs> to be fair, Edward's never done it in practice. He's just got the degree and gone, that's enough. Oh, yeah, but I just, I have to assume if you're a vampire, you'd be okay at that. Yeah. But either way, anyway, and then, right, do you want to talk about him drinking her blood? Because that was uncomfortable. Hmm, yes. <laughs> it's, um, right, so... A little erotic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little. Yeah, thank you for saying erotic, because I could not think of the word for erotic. All I could think of was uncomfortably horny. <laughs> Really that means the just, same. Just... <laughs> I'm renaming my <laughs> I'm renaming my dissertation like women's uncomfortably horny desires. <laughs> I mean, it's not right. Okay, 
No, correct me if I'm wrong. Katie, you did your uh, you did your dissertation on Fifty Shades of Grey. Would you not agree <laughs> with me? Yeah, no, that is a fair Which title. Many women were uncomfortably horny for that book. Yeah. <laughs> so, lives right. Yeah. <laughs> lives always. Yeah. Right. Lives right and no. wrong. Shut um, up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> right. Okay. I need to find this bit where he's drinking her blood. Because it's so funny. <laughs> it's so intense and I love it. That's what I'm here for. Oh, God, okay. It wasn't pain. Bella's blood was the opposite of pain. It erased every burn I'd ever suffered. And it was so much more than just the absence of pain. It was satisfaction. It was bliss. I felt suffused with a strange kind of joy. A joy of the body alone. <laughs> I'm going to skip a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> the sharp, ta- icy taste of the venom was a weak counterpoint. It did nothing to interfere with the power of her blood. Rapture. Elation. My body knew well that there was more to be had close at hand. More, my body hummed. More. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we cannot have sex I until mean... we're married, but we do have this. But, <laughs> can I just say, it's called a bloodlust for a reason. Or <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean... If you had that just as an extract in a romance novel and it wasn't about blood, but it was about, you know, something else, yeah. you'd be like, yeah, that's not out of place. Yeah, but that's where so that belongs. That seems right to me. Do you perhaps think that this... So, okay, I've been watching some TikToks. Yes. Um, about how everything in Twilight is Mormonism. Yes. Which is actually interesting, which is why Rosalie's from Rochester, New York, and not Manhattan. Ooh. Because that's where the golden plates were found. If you don't know what the golden plates are, they're basically like um, the stone tablet that had the commandments on it, but Mormon and golden in plates. I didn't so, know they had that. That's yeah. so fun. I really do. do not know anything about Mormonism. So, like, please don't oh, think well, I'm making okay. fun of anything. I am fully just ignorant. <laughs> I... Okay, there's a lot with Mormonism. I truly don't have the you know what if you want us to do a bonus episode just on what the heck mormonism is and yeah. how it ties into twilight let fun. us know because i do i physically don't have the time to explain all of mormonism yeah. right <laughs> i would like you to explain all of christianity to me and then show me the mormon like subset of that i would love to <laughs> oh okay that will take a long time bonus episodes um, season three bonus episode <laughs> Season three, it's just Liv talking about various Christian sects. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so do you do you think because he's talking about like rapture, joy, elation? Do mm-hmm. you think that this is a standard for Holy Communion? Oh my god, he's drinking the blood. Oh my god, we need to get her body stat. <laughs> yeah, we need to jump, get her body. Jump. Oh my god, don't you think that's so fun? Um, anyway, I'm sure someone must have done like a research paper or like a study about. Mormonism and Twilight because that seems like yes, an obvious thing. There is actually. Is there one? I would love to there, read it. Yeah, yeah, there is because I cited it in my dissertation. Amazing. Oh my god. So I can find that for you. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, to be fair, I was focusing mostly on the bits about Edward being a weirdo, but you know, there's more in there. Yeah, I'm sure there's loads in there. That's so exciting. I feel, no, I genuinely find it so interesting that like there's so many things in Twilight that can be traced back to Mormonism. Yeah. Um. And actually, I did see something the other day that made me think because it's it, someone mentioned that Bella drinks coffee or she stays caffeinated during the flight back in New Moon, but Mormons can't drink coffee. Yeah. So. Yeah. To be fair, Bella's Bella's like not a Mormon. 
I know Bella's not a Mormon, but she does everything else that a good Mormon woman does. True. So yeah, I I vaguely remember that bit in New Moon, right? And Edward like comes back yeah. and he's like, he she he's gonna bring me back to my home. Just be drinking cokes. Cokes caffeine. Just be drinking cokes. Cokes caffeine. It is, but you know what? I don't know. Can Mormons drink coke? Because I know they can't drink coffee. They can't have alcohol. They can't have cigarettes or anything hmm. like that. That would be fun to know. Wait, should I look it up? Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Can Mormons drink coke? They are. They are. Oh my god! It's literally one of the things. The Mormon Church has been like, you can drink coffee, you can drink coke, but not coffee. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I mean, yeah. That's on. That's on like BBC, which is pretty legit. Yeah. Only apply to yeah. tea and coffee, hot drink products, not all caffeine products. Wow. That's so fun. Yeah, but you can't have green tea, which was... What a sad life. You can't drink green tea. I thought green tea didn't have caffeine, or am I just stupid? No, green tea... Okay, it is a myth that green tea doesn't have any caffeine in it. It's less caffeinated than coffee, but it's more caffeinated than normal tea, I believe. Oh, that's so weird. Uh, Either way, it's it's got less caffeine in it than other things, which means people go, oh, green tea's not caffeinated. Mm. It it still is. It's just, like, less. Like, you wouldn't be like, oh, I'm so tired, I'm going to sugar green tea. Mm. Or you might do if you're me and you leave your green tea to steep for two hours. Yeah. That was a bad decision. No, yeah, I've done that. It just goes bitter. Not recommend. Well, it's tannins, right? Yeah. Is that what it is? Or is that wine? Yeah. But gross. <laughs> that is, tannins are found in both red wine and tea. Yeah. I always used to think I hated green tea. I was like, it's so bitter and gross. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, it's because I am just, <laughs> no, la- no. it's because I'm just lazy. <laughs> I just leave my tea bag. Yeah. Welcome to this British podcast. We finally got onto tea talk. You're welcome. We did. We finally got onto tea talk. Are you happy? <laughs> I mean, I don't actually drink regular tea. It's very funny. I'm I'm good at making cups of tea. Mm. I can make cups of tea for everyone else all day. I personally do not drink it. I love tea. So you know, if you want to take that, any budding writers that are out there, you want to take that and make that into a cute little character, by all means, you have my permission to do oh, so. Oh, coffee shop are you, but you don't drink coffee and you don't drink tea. You just drink, like, the oh. fun juices, but, like, you really like how much people love them. That No, like, that's the thing, is I love making cups of tea for the people, because it's like a little hug in a mug, mm. but I just don't, I do not partake yeah. myself. <laughs> You're too busy, you've had mon- me- you tasted monster energy and you can't go back to the weak <laughs> stuff anymore. <laughs> that's what it is, everyone's like, so cute she's just having hot chocolate it's just me drinking a monster energy out of a giant mug. i've seen Liv have warm monster energy before and i've seen Liv drink warm coke before just as a as a beverage <laughs> as a beverage and they're actually both pretty decent hmm. Hmm. is this what gets me cancelled so it turns people off our podcast yeah. forever i'm so sorry dear listeners um <laughs> But also, not sorry, I date back nothing. <laughs> I will drink War Monster again. You just, you try and stop <laughs> me. No, I really like this chapter, to be fair, because, like, I don't know, it's just, yeah. I was waiting for the action, and I was waiting for, like, the fun, and it's creepy, which I like. Like, all of the yeah. blood in this is so intense after having, like, this, like, <gasps> in previous chapters, it's been so yeah. intense about, like, a paper cut. And in this one, it's like, yeah. here's a massive pool it's of like blood. Hey guys, you forgot we were vampires? Here we are. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> well, speaking of things getting a little scarier in this chapter, we wanted to tell you this week about our sponsor. Paranormal horror author Eve S. Evans introduces a brand new spine chilling release, True Ghost Stories of First Responders, available on Amazon today. First responders with any real time on the job believe in ghosts. 
They've experienced events that they can't otherwise explain. Same with other professions that deal with injuries, accidents or death. Police officers, firemen, 911 operators, they've seen the worst that people can do to one another and they've all had brushes with the unexplained. Don't believe in ghosts? This book might change your mind and steal any hope of sleep. These stories are unexplainable. True accounts from first responders, police officers, firemen and 911 operators told from the perspective of everyday people. Every single tale between these covers is 100% true. Think you can explain them? We dare you to try. If you delight in ghostly books and material, feel free to also check out E's podcast, Bone Chilling Tales to Keep You Awake, for a weekly true paranormal creepy stories available on Apple and all other major podcasting networks. It's also available on YouTube as a narrated and animated experience. And thank you so much to Eve for sponsoring this episode. Yes, thank you, Eve. Back to Twilight. Back to Twilight. Carlisle is the best doctor in the entire world. Yes. And Edward takes a paragraph to just chat about how amazing he is, which I he does that a little, a little too much in this chapter for my liking. Mm. Bella's there screaming on the floor <laughs> and he's like, and now, introspection. And I'm like, please. And he's just like, wow, he's so calm. And I'm like... I really feel like you'd have something on your mind at this point, Edward. I also like how well he can hide his thoughts from Edward. Like he's like yes. he's like thinking about all the possibilities and he hides them from Edward really quickly and he's like, Everything is fine. I can fix the wounds and it's not until Edward like looks deeper that he's like, if she doesn't bleed out and have internal bleeding first <laughs> I know. It's like oh my god. But yeah, it's like <laughs> Carlyle was suturing the tears from her scalp so quickly his movements were blurring again. No bleed could escape his eyes. He was able to repair the larger vessels with tiny stitches that another sturgeon would not be able to... Sorry, I said sturgeon, that's a type of fish. <laughs> a tiny surgeon. I love him. <laughs> a tiny surgeon. He works in his little ocean hospital. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, I'm a little eel. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That would normally be one that we would cut. I want us to leave that in. This is a note to editing Liv. Leave that in. I love our sturgeon surgeon. (laughs) Our sturgeon surgeon. Now, back to Carlisle. Our vampire surgeon. (laughs) He's doing such a good job. I love him. He is. He was able to repair the larger vessels with tiny stitches that another surgeon would not be able to duplicate under perfect conditions, even with mechanical (laughs) assistance. I wished he would take a break and get some painkillers into her system, but I could hear under his controlled calm that there was so much more damage to her head than he liked. <laughs> How much damage to her head would you like, Carla? I'd like just a little bit. Just minimum, minimum damage. But knowing Bella, and we did find this out in like chapter three, she just has constant head damage from falling over. So <laughs> true. <laughs> her her little skull is filled with contusions. Um. But I just think it's really fun. There's another moment that where, of Edward introspection that I really like. Mm-hmm. That when Carlisle goes to him, Edward, you need to suck the blood out. He thinks to himself, but I'm a vampire. <laughs> what can I say? Spiritual successor to, but I'm a cheerleader. Yes, very good. I also thought that. <laughs> like, I, oh my god, I just love it. And then there's another bit. He starts philosophizing over like life and death mm-hmm. like and vampirism and all this stuff. And he's like, well... Rosalie didn't get a choice and she still hasn't forgiven us yet but also Bella's human life is so small and fragile and just going on about this mm. and then at one point Carlisle just goes Edward you need to make a decision <laughs> yes. so what I like to imagine is that he just sat there staring straight ahead mm-hmm. 
Which is what I think happens anytime he has a thought. I he's like, not used to it, bless his dear soul. I like that when Alice looks into the future, there's one option where he just kills Bella. Um, in, yes. like he like, And then she's like, no, He like mercy like kills her. <laughs> what does he say? He says, was it the right thing to do to give her the total perfection of innocence? A chance yeah. at a different destiny. And he, like, Alice sees that. And then she's like, no, put that away immediately. None it's of so that. Funny. She's like, uh, no, none of that for my best friend. I also, um, I don't like that during all of this, Bella keeps waking up and apparently staring at them with blood-filled eyes. Mm, yep, didn't like what, that. Which, I know what they're trying to say is, basically, if you, unfortunately, if you scream too much, your blood vessels in your eyes can burst. It does Wait, not Wait, do you remember mine? Eyes... Do you remember my eye that was full of blood? <gasps> I had this. Oh my god, I do. I was just... Oh god. Yeah, I was chilling one day, and I sneezed, and I was at home alone, and then my eye was full of blood on the inside, like, around... The poop, like the pupil, and like yep. my whole eye was full of blood. As at home, like living on my own, and like around my mom who does not live with me, like, what do I do? <laughs> ah. Katie's mom is a nurse. Yeah, that yeah, for context. Exactly, <laughs> She wasn't just ringing her mom just for funsies. Oh, honestly, to be fair, even if she wasn't, I think if I got blood in my yeah, eye, I'd be like, parent, mommy. help. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I think generally the. Uh, advice for burst blood vessels is just well it'll go away that, yeah that's what happened also I was wearing a lot of red at the time because a lot of my winter wardrobe is red so it looked quite cool <laughs> aesthetic yeah um, but yeah so Bella's got two Katie eyes yeah. she keeps staring at everyone um, which I know that Edward loves Bella so much but he keeps kind of describing her as quite pretty even when she's lying there <laughs> yeah. kind of corpsey and like I just are uh, like I would never, if I ever was lying on the floor screaming with broken blood vessels in both my eyeballs and my future partner was there, I would not put it on them to try and think, oh, she's pretty. Like, just don't even <laughs> attempt it. I know I'm not. Like, you just stop and be like, mm, but would you, know, you hit it? Or do you think I'm uh, ugly? <laughs> no, I'm just there dying and I just look at the back. Smash or pass. <laughs> And then they can't say no because I'm yeah. dying. But then if they do say yes, I am dying. And then I have to be like, we have to have a conversation about this. Why did you think that was hard? Like, <laughs> no, you have to, um, like, I, if someone asks you that, you have to be like, but I still love you and you're beautiful. Because you don't want the last thing you say you. to them to be like, you're ugly. Say to be like, no, yeah. I would not smash you right now. <laughs> yeah, Bella's so cute in this chapter, though. I love her. There's one point which I thought was a cute Wait, description. I, I well, no, she's not cute, cute, but, like, when she's all sleepy, she's cute. But I, there was one thing I liked. Oh, yeah, oh, my God, she's so sweet. There was one thing Edward said that I liked, and it was, she looked half asleep and impatient to find the other half. I thought that was just a nice way of phrasing it. I think that's very cute. Hmm. I never thought I mean, of that phrase like that. I just love that she's just, like... So, uh, Carlisle's put a load of more <laughs> Yeah, she's vibing. Right, so she is out of it. She is yeah. vibing. And she, like... Everyone's like, Bella, shush now, just go to sleep. And then she's just, like... Edward, don't leave me. And he's like, I'm literally right next to you. It's fine. I, I won't leave. And then she just turned and like, Alice, that guy, he knew you. But she does not explain it this way. He just goes, Alice, he knew. <laughs> and I'm just like, Bella, what do, I, what do you mean, honey? So, I mean, obviously, it's, God bless her. No one is paying no. attention to her at all. Because, you know, she is completely yeah, out good of for it, her. Which I think yeah. is fair enough. She's on all you know. of the drugs. <laughs> She doesn't. She doesn't have to. She doesn't have to make sense right now. Yeah. Bless her. And then she just goes, "Yeah, <laughs> Alice. He knew you. He knew where you came from." Yeah. 
not an explanation, nope. babe. And then she just goes, I smell <laughs> Like, I love her. Just, just go, go to bed. sleep, baby. She just like, go to sleep. And then um, Edward picks her up and he, uh, right. Can I just discuss this choice of adjective? Yeah. Edward croons <laughs> in her ear. Yeah, I thought that was a weird choice to do. Which... I don't know like, if I just min- okay, misunderstand so, what that word means, but to me that's not cute. No, to me crooning is the kind of singing that Frank Sinatra does, and I don't want anyone to Frank Sinatra sing into my ear. <laughs> not when I'm dying! Well, I mean, she's not dying per yeah. se. Well, she is if she's not going to get any more blood. Carlisle's like, she needs blood, we can't clean up. Oh, okay, so to be fair, either saying things in a soft, low voice or singing in a soft, okay. low voice. But either way, crooning to me is not yeah. sweet, <laughs> and I don't know why. Like, I think it's because that word is so much associated with mm. villains saying, like, kind of creepy yeah. things to people. Like, they croon mm. it. Um, I think that is that is why that got to me. I was like, please don't be like, Bella, go to sleep and croon <laughs> yeah. it at her. Like, don't do that to me, sir. <laughs> I am. I'm passing out currently. Before we get onto Pete's and Pits, do you want to talk about Edward's roars and his howls of rage? They're very emotive. <laughs> Non-stop animal noises yeah. from that boy this the week. The entirely instinctual roar the first thing that he does from his core. That's right. That's oh, yeah, but then he keeps being like, I heard a noise and then I realised it was me. Have you ever had this situation happen to you? Because I personally have not. I have when I've been drunk. I've been like, who is that drunk girl well, crying? And I've been like, it's me. You have no. You haven't. I have. I, I've never been like that out of it where I've not huh. known that I'm making noise. Like, I'm... Also, like, if you're doing the amount of howling and roaring and blah blah blahing that Edward yeah. is doing this book, your throat would be hurting True. at that point. I don't care that he's a vampire. Mm. He's he, the boy be screaming. Yeah, it's like the busy. first thing he does, he gets in there and just roars at James, and it's like, okay, <laughs> fun. I also I, deeply would like to know just what Emmett is thinking in this. I think he's just so buzzing to be able to kill yes. someone. To be honest. Yeah, no one mentions what Jasper or Emmett is thinking, and they're just they're like la 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 la. They take him down so easily. Um, yeah. which it's like kind of anticlimactic in a way yeah because edward rushes in like hits him yeah and then goes over to bella and then it's just like five seconds later it's like and edward and like jasper were ripping up his body and it's like yeah. okay so like the whole like oh me and jazz couldn't have gone after bella because we would have died it's like well would yeah. you like i know that like emmett's the russell yeah, exactly. or whatever I'm but like, like it just did not seem like a particularly also, close to be fair, this gave them a time to plan so with them it was like he focused on edward because he was coming through the main doors and edward threw him into emmett and jasper mm. so if you think if they both grabbed one of his arms if you just do a quick pull yeah it's that's over. true to be fair but we didn't so we didn't hear them plan did, did they have a game plan because the whole first uh, chapter they were like you go in the front we'll go in the back yeah plan and that's kind of it. That's about all they got. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give well, them too much I mean, credit. I'm, yeah, okay. Stupid boys. I was going to say, I Love assumed them. Alice had beamed it into Edward's head. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a fair right. point. Um, I have a question about vampire biology. Excellent. My favourite. Right. So, up until this point, we've been like, ah, they are marble, and when you uh, rend them limb from limb, it's just like cracking a marble statue. Yeah. But then Edward says that he wants to rip James, James into strips. Yeah. I don't think you can rip marble into strips. It kind of just comes apart. I was like, 
Yeah. Are vampires squishier than we've been imagining? I think it's more of a, like, his expression. Like, he's so angry that he wants to do this. Like, he can't, but he wants to. I guess you could, like, rip tiny strips of marble with, like, a little chisel if you really (laughs) wanted to. Oh, no. (laughs) He's just there, like, doing the most annoying death of it. He's just like, ding, (laughs) ding. With his little hammer and his little... Okay, theoretically, if you, like... Yeah. We're in the situation where, like, I don't know. I don't know what situations would be. But could you just, like, if you're a vampire, could you just, like, chisel yourself another six-pack? <laughs> I feel like you could. Well, okay, so here's the thing. In vampires, if a limb gets ripped off, all they need to do is lick it and stick it back on, which, is honestly, that, I, was, I hate. I couldn't remember what the law was around that, like, how you would reattach. Yeah, you'd lick it and you lick it and then you stick it back on, which personally I hate. Also, it means that someone else has to lick your little neck stump if you want to stick your head back on, hmm. which, vile, actually. Grim. Disgusting. Um, but that is the vampire thing. So you could technically, like, carve into yourself and then just lick the little pieces and stick them back on at the end of the hmm. day. That's so fun. But, I mean... Yeah, so you could if you wanted to. Also, you could, like, chisel little tattoos into your arm if you wanted to. Oh, how fun. That's so fun. I love that. I I wish they'd explored that more. Are tattoos allowed in Mormonism? Mm. Probably not, right? No. No, no, they are not. Well, that's why that hasn't come up. But how fun would it be to have, like, a little chiseled arm tattoo? How fun. Yeah, it'd be so cool. I know that Emmett doesn't have any, because, obviously, also, he came from a time where tattoos were seen as, like, quite taboo, Mm. but, like... Emmett has such tattoo vibes. Yeah. Like, I believe that that boy has, like, two full sleeves and probably, like, half a sleeve on his leg as well. I would like, love he's that just like, him. I have so many things. <laughs> I need to express my love for my body. And I'm like, hell yeah, boy. Because they, like, like they, like, insta heal, right? But then, all, I don't know. The, yeah. the Twilight Vampire Law is a weird one. You know what I mean? Oh my like, god, what if you, like, had a, su- like, so super strong, like, diamond tipped needle, right? Yeah. And then we're talking mixing vampire venom with ink. Ooh. I jet that could work. That could be how vampires tattoo each other. That would be, that'd so, be fun. so cute. Love that. Oh my god. Yeah, I feel like the the lore around vampire biology is not the strong suit of if you got like, the Cullens together with a tattoo gun. Oh my the god. Fun the things would that have. would be created. Yes. And it would have a tramp stamp. <gasps> I would love that. A little And it would just be like property of Rosalie. <gasps> so and that cute. would be it. Oh my god, I saw a, be so I think cute. it was a TikTok the other day and someone was Talking about how, like, in the Twilight films, they were like, oh, that's not a rope bracelet. That's just the hair tie he carries around for Rosalie on his wrist. And I was like, yeah, <gasps> as he should. That's so cute. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so cute. And obviously, of course he does that. Rosalie has mm, so much hair. She must get in her face all the time. Yeah. So she just has her little boyfriend bring her little Or if she just wants around. to, like, style on the go, but it doesn't go with her outfit to wear oh. a hair tie. You know what I mean? Like, Rosalie is oh one God, of those so women cute. that would be so angry see someone like have a hair tie on the wrist at their wedding like in <gasps> photos they'd be like why did nobody tell you well i'm a person that is constantly losing hair ties and i do mean constantly um so i it, at my wedding i probably would have a hair tie on my wrist yeah but i would give it to someone and be like you must keep this safe mm-hmm. so i'm a, i hate i love having my hair down when i'm like dressed and like made up and like out mm. in the world as soon as i'm in my house my hair annoys me just get it out of my face. I just need to have it tied back. Cannot like work with my hair down. Um, and I always have a bobble on my wrist, and it's the only bobble in my house. Not that I only have one bobble in my house. I just have zero idea where a bobble yeah. is. 
and I just keep track of one at a time. And then if I lose one, I will find another one somewhere else, and then I will laser focus on that one bubble and where it is at all times. (laughs) I've been slowly putting all my bubbles into like the box that I have that I put all my makeup in, and I'm migrating all my bubbles into it. Wow! So I know where they are. The problem is, is when I take them out and use them, and I do not put them back in the box. No, they are gone forever. Gone forever. Sorry. Also. Because of my losing bobbles habit, it does mm-hmm. mean that I have a very terrible habit, which has only ever been met with people going, oh my god, why? Which is, I will take my hair, I will, like, b- the front bits of my hair, I will take it back into a ponytail, I will twist that into, like, a nice little twist, and then I will physically tie my hair in a knot at the back of my head. Don't do that! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Simply don't do that. I just so you do a loop and then you pull the no. tail through. You do a loop and you pull the tail through and it works. But at what easy hairstyle cost? on the go. Can I introduce you to the hair not TM? No, I'm mm, no. Your hair is, your hair's not built to do that. My hair is built to do that. I do it with it on a semi regular basis. But also mostly I wear over head over ear headphones, so my hair is mm-hmm. normally out of my face anyway. I like yeah, having my hair done. That's just because I, um, if I don't have anything to do with my hands, I will just put teeny tiny braids in my hair. So you can that tell when fun. I've been having a bit of a weird day because my hair is just filled <laughs> full with full tiny braids. <laughs> Mine is the opposite. Braids. My hair is so thick that it physically hurts my neck to be done oh my God. all the time. It's so it's kind Katie's of Katie's hair terrifies me. Yeah. It, brushes are scared of Katie's hair. They There's are. so much of it. I, when we were at uni, I would have people brush my hair for me for the experience of having to brush my hair, and it would take it, yeah, multiple hours. Like, we'd sit and watch a film, and someone brush my hair for me, and then I would sit back against the wall, and then there would be massive knots in it. I had not moved. I had just leant back. What were your peaks <laughs> What were your peaks and pits this week? Okay, so, peak, genuinely, Alice <laughs> stepping her little way around yes. Bella's body so she doesn't get blood on her shoes. Yes. <laughs> genuinely hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. Um... I think the pit, honestly, is actually that this chapter wasn't a bit longer. I would love to have heard more action. Yes. Like, it was a good chapter in terms of action, and there was, like, good plot and things, but it kind of felt a little anticlimactic what was paired with the entire car chase that happened last chapter. I agree. This was kind of like, okay, we're in, the threat has been neutralised, whatever. I wanted to know more, because, although, I mean, obviously... Stephanie Meyer doesn't get super graphic and things, and I don't think she'd ever describe, like, a super graphic fight scene, but, like, I just wanted a little something extra from mm-hmm. it, from hearing how James ended up being killed, because it just sort of was just like, there's cracking noises in the background, I don't know what's yeah. going on. So That's the thing, I think that's where one of the weaknesses of this book is that you want to know different perspectives yeah. of things that we've already seen, yeah. um, because a lot of the chapters yeah. are direct overlays. And she does that well when it's like, here's Edward's perspective mm. on him, like, freaking mm. out about him and Bella falling in love. But anything that's mm. at all plot-driven is, like, it's lifted directly from Twilight with some of the, like, like yeah. pronouns changed. So she, he's talking about Bella instead of thinking about Edward. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I don't know. Yeah. It would be, though you could do a lot more fun stuff for this. Because there's scenes in it yeah. that, like, aren't in Twilight. Where like, I really like the scene of, like, Rosalie and Edward going for their little, like, feelings walk. How fun. Yeah. Stuff like that. Love it. I would like that amount of detail in stuff we've already seen. You don't have to stick exactly to Twilight, yeah. you know. Bella's dying. We accept yeah. that she's not the most reliable narrator at this point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, my, What were your peaks and pits? Ooh, um... 
yeah, my peak, I think, as well, is just Alice. I think she's nice and fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's fun. I like the way she dances around, and I like the way she, like, I just, yeah, ripping up floorboards is fun. And I like her powers. I always like Alice's powers, but I like her being like, here's all these yeah. montages of you and love. I think it's very cute and nice. Oh, so um, cute. I think I just have the same peak from Pitsy this week, which is quite boring. But yeah, yeah, I would have just liked more because this yeah, pick bit... something controversial. <laughs> I really, ha- I really die. hated Emmett in this chapter. I know he didn't I get a line, and nothing. all he did was walk in. Um, but I hated him. Really despise him in this chapter. <laughs> no. Hated him. <laughs> no, I just hate that. Like Emmett is cancelled. Yeah, I hate that we're at the climax of the book and it was thirteen pages long, where we've had forty pages of yeah. him. Like I will sit and yeah. think in this tree, and you're like, okay, yeah. and. So, yeah. It would have been nice if this was and at like, least, like, a 30-page chapter. Yeah, and, like, I do get that, obviously, it has to be told from Edward's perspective because that is the point of this book. But I just think if she'd taken a bit of time to be, like... Like, even even be, like, he's concentrating on this, but behind him he can hear, like, flashes of Emmett and Jasper's yeah. thoughts. Also, what we could just, you know, like... Just a little bit. Bella has no idea, like, well, she does, but, like, she's dying. She has no real idea of, like, how quickly Edward gets to her. Like, maybe we need to have a big coordinated fight scene with, like, the yeah. all James. And, like, maybe just Carlisle breaks off to, like, immediately tend to Bella or Edward yeah. really tends to Bella and then he gets ripped off her by James. Because, like, like, in the films that happens, you know what I mean? Like, he gets yeah. to Bella and he pulls yeah. her back. Like, you know, give me some action. Like, Bella doesn't remember. Yeah, you don't have to so directly time. narrate Twilight because... Bella here yeah. is passing out, you know. <laughs> I think also. Or, thing is, or is sorry, you fight in vampire speed, and then obviously Bella wouldn't know it yes. had taken any time because you're like, this would have taken only half a second to Bella, but to us it was like 10 minutes of action. It you was know? like a million years. Yeah. Yeah, I think also the thing was, is that it felt anticlimactic to me because this entire time Edward's been like, I'm gonna rip James' throat out. And then obviously I know it's to prove how much he loves Bella that he doesn't even want to fight James anymore. Mm-hmm. But. Edward can have a little violence. Yeah. As a treat. Just a smidge. You know? Yeah. Like, he's allowed, but especially because, like, James bit bit Bella Mm -hmm. and also stole and watched her home movies. Very (laughs) creepy, James. Yes. (laughs) Would you like a quick Yahoo before we leave? Ooh, I would love one. Oh, you're treating (laughs) me this week. Uh, Hell yeah. Okay, this is from Hayley in Entertainment and Music one decade ago. What is Carlisle Cullen chopping up in the kitchen in a Twilight movie? I'd just like to know. <laughs> huh. She'd just like to know. <laughs> She'd just like to know. You know what? I'm going to assume that it's Basil. Yeah. They're making Italiano. Yeah. The... But, yeah, she's probably... Oh my God, he's probably cutting up fresh basil to sprinkle on top of the pasta. It's probably far too much. God yes. bless his soul. I he got that. nervous. He just, <laughs> he's been chopping basil for three hours. The house is permeated uh, with the smell of basil. All of the comments are completely different. Like, one is like, it's either pork or ham. The other one is like, hmm, but was that oh. Emmett? One is like, oh, it looks like green onions. I've seen it a hundred times, but I'm not 100% sure. No, it was definitely chicken. Or was that Emmett? I'm pretty sure there was chicken involved. Onions, garlic, okay. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know, but I was looking at Carlisle. Damn, he's fine for an older guy. <laughs> oh my god, he's so fit. True. Okay, what do you reckon I need to type into YouTube to get this particular scene up? Because I am going to watch it. Um, okay, Bella Cullen House. Bella goes yeah, to Bella Cullen's house. Cullen. Meet the family Cullens. That kind of thing. Bella Cullen House. That's 
New Moon, meeting with Collins in trios. Okay, we'll go for that. Oh my god, this has one million views. Excellent, as it should. Oh. That's Carlisle's hand! Solved it! Right, I, I've I've solved it, everyone. We've so done the research, we've don't done worry. <laughs> Emmett is chopping up Basil. Mm. Esme is grating some parmesan. And Carlisle, bless his heart, is following a cooking video and chopping up chicken. And Rosalie is fiddling with some salad. Yeah, Rosalie <laughs> is just being annoyed and being like, you're making Italian. And they're like, yeah, her name's Bella. Her name's Bella. Because they're best. so God, I love... stupid. I love them so Twilight much. is such a good film. I love it. It's, it's such just, a good I'm upset film. that it's not a cult classic because it should be. Ooh, someone's made out the Life of Alice Cullen video. It is 18 minutes long. <laughs> Excellent. How fun. I love that. <laughs> uh, right. Well, no, now we've cleared we that Mystery up, do you think that just about wraps us up for this I week? I think that does. Oh, I love that That was Carlisle. chapter 26, Blood. Join us next week for chapter 27, Chores. With three chapters from the end, that's exciting. <gasps> yeah. Heck. Oh my goodness. How exciting. And before we wrap up properly, we want to say a huge thank you to Samantha, who's a long-time listener. We call her out in our America Explains all the time. She's a babe. She sent us the cutest Twilight bookmarks. We're obsessed with them. They say, do I dazzle you on them? They're so cute. They're so cool. I've been able to it's keep... It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's like resin and sparkly and amazing and I love it. love it. We've been able to like keep our places in our book because I'm a book fiend and I just close yeah. the book and then don't know where I'm up to. So now I do. So if you want to see what our bookmarks look like or get one for yourself, her Etsy is in love with the book. And they're so cute. Yeah. She has so many cute Twilight Check her out, you quotes. guys. Yes, tell her that we sent you in your little note. It'll be cute. Yes. We're obsessed with her. So anyway, cool. thanks, Samantha. <laughs> Thank you so much. If anyone else would like to get in contact, we're Midnight Fun Pod everywhere. <laughs> yes, everywhere. You know, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. Yeah, everywhere. MidnightFunPod at gmail.com. If you've got any email questions, us. comments, queries, yeah. anything else. Uh, I'll say hi. Yeah, <laughs> we would love to hear from you. That, what we want to know majorly at the moment is what you think we should do when this book finishes. Because we love our yeah. podcast, we love our audience, we'd love to keep making stuff. Right now, we're kind of thinking we'll go into some other like fun, trashy vampire media. And by trash, I just mean like fun YA, because that's our vibe. Uh, yeah. yeah, just some good stuff. And like, look at that. So let us know what kind of vamps you want to see us talk about. Or yeah. if you'd like to see us do anything else, we'd love to hear from you. Just let us know. Yeah. Um, so, thank you so much for listening. Have a good morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening, and goodbye! Bye! Midnight Fun is an independent podcast hosted by two girls with an internet connection. Our intro and outro is A4 Vampire by Summer, neither Katie nor Liv are associated with Stephanie Meyer or any of her intellectual property. All views expressed are their own. And remember, vampires make terrible boyfriends.